sunset. Places, everybody. Hi guys, you're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Roll Bounce from 2005, directed by Malcolm D. Lee. So, it's summer. Time to hit up the roller rink. So we're going back to 2005 to go to the south side of Chicago in 1978? Yeah. Yeah. We're in the um, 70s. We're going back to the early aughts in their vision of the 70s. <laughs> Time is so cyclical. Yeah. Um, to revisit this, family class is not. Oh, is that what we're going to call it? <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're calling it? It was a family classic in my household. That's funny. I've never seen this movie before. Oh, you haven't? No, I've never seen this before. okay oh first watch for ashley yeah yeah very interesting first watch. i mean it was fine (laughs) it was like very interesting but it was fine it was watched by me yeah yeah, it's a film (laughs) it's a film um so our theme for this month is roller rinks in summer um, and two (laughs) very different films both kind of focusing on the roller rink um yeah one taking place in the 70s <laughs> made chicago. In, in chicago made in 2000s and then the other one is a more contemporary film um shout out atl yeah a movie i've seen countless times that i actually <laughs> like still to this day it's a good, i think it's a for what it is it's a very good movie yeah, I really like ATL. Too. Yeah, I think that's probably that one's gonna be the more like, like, uh, that one's gonna be the one I know probably the best between. I mean, obviously, but especially um, since this is my first time watching, I don't know. Like, did you ever like notice how like all these movies were released around? I don't know between what two thousand two and two thousand like seven, maybe like drumline and like this and like stomp the yard and what's the other one you got served in mm-hmm. love don't cost a thing and um atl i'm thinking i'm missing one more i feel like but like where was like a weird string of like black boy coming of age movies in the um, early on also would you put like mike in here too i've never seen like mike um but i guess oh. Yeah, like my that was something I've also seen a lot, which is different. If I have seen it, I probably have forgotten that I've seen it because I don't know. (laughs) Bow Wow's movie career is just something to behold. Yeah. Um, Why was Crispin Glover in this movie? Was he like the evil? (laughs) Was he like the evil like basketball owner? I, there it has been a minute since I watched Like Mike. All I remember is um, what's his name, Enos Daddy. Who Jesse Plemons? Let's call him by his name as he he's an Oscar nominated actor, husband of Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Plemons. 
Yes, very talented actor. Scares me every time. <laughs> yeah, very frightening, very talented actor. Yeah. He doesn't even mean to scare anybody, but he scared me. <laughs> I just can't get, you just saw the child in Breaking Bad. I just can't get that out of my head. It's been, he, it's been like a decade, and I still can't, I can't firmly just make that image go away. <laughs> He's fucking scary. Yet. So. But he was a he was a um, he was a bully in like Mike and I know the premise of like Mike was like um, Jonathan Lipnicki if y'all remember him from um what was he in oh Jerry Maguire <laughs> Jerry Maguire Lil Bow Wow Brenda Song they were friends they lived in an orphanage and Lil Bow Wow came across some shoes that allegedly belonged to Michael Jordan and they gave him super basketball powers I have questions because wouldn't your feet have to be Michael Jordan size they were they were magic sneakers it didn't matter just conform to the foot of anybody yeah they, was, the they was like Michael Jordan's sneaker has to be like this I'm holding my hands out like they like a foot wall like this has to be at least a foot <laughs> i'm about to look that's creepy i'm about to maybe stumble on some things i don't want to but i'm gonna look don't look you about to google michael jordan feet i'm not about to do feet anything he's a size 13 <laughs> that's actually not as bad as i thought it was gonna be for a little bow wow who is like my five height. foot just two i feel like me and little bow wow the same height i'm I sorry feel, shad feel, moss he's an actor now does he go by shad moss in films I feel uh, he might be on his. I think he did do that for a little bit. He's five seven, apparently. That sounds like a lie, but that I don't, I don't trust that. But well, he's always with people who are a lot taller than him. They're saying Sierra's five seven, and that sounds like a lie. <laughs> Sierra has to be at least five ten. <laughs> yeah, and Lil Bow Wow. I mean, sorry, Shad Moss, professional actor, rapper. Um, all the same age. Did y'all know that? Yes, I did. <laughs> Don't be talking about this. <laughs> We've already told you this is not here before. Um, yeah, that seems fake. But I mean, the big thing about Bow Wow, because I think by this point he was going by Bow Wow because he was like 18 when this movie was made or something like that. Yes. Um, he didn't want to be a little Bow Wow because that was for children. And he, this is the thing. If you were not around in the era, a beware of dog. You might be looking at us like, why are you even? <laughs> yeah, why? Why, does why would matter? anybody pay attention to this person? And the fact of the matter is, he was very famous, <laughs> and he was pretty much universally like well liked. Like people liked him. People liked he, his music. I'm trying. I don't even know who you would compare him to now because you don't at this really point have a comparison for Little Bow Wow or Bow Wow. He was a pop, like he was a rapper. He was like a little pop star. He was someone who was mentored by Snoop Dogg, Jermaine Dupree. Try to say he was his nephew. Yeah, <laughs> he was from Ohio. He was from Columbus, um, and he was just like someone. Like if you were a kid around that time, like you would be like, "Oh, that's someone my age who was doing big things in the music industry." So that was like part of his gimmick. It's like, "Wow, look, look." What doing yeah and he and was he little <laughs> he rap. was short he was a child because i think he was like 13 when his first album came out so mm -hmm. he was like a child <laughs> and like of course you had like little romeo and some other people who came out around the same time but like i don't know if that's the same we now i feel like we're like here children 
being famous is a little weird. <laughs> Even though children who are famous is, are pretty, it's still pretty common. But I don't know if we have like rapper children who are like 13 and most of them kids that are now, I don't, I don't know how old they are. And I always pray that their parents are close by. <laughs> I feel like now it would be different to like, there are more avenues to fame. Yeah. Than there was then because like you can use YouTube, you can use TikTok, you can use yeah. Well, as like you could use Vine, you could use the internet to and get I to think, fame. I mean, and I, you couldn't then. I think two people like we oh like it wasn't like like oh she's cute and she's found a camera so I like her. It was like a genuine like like no we like. It. <laughs> Like, this is a good album. Like, I had that. I think I still have that album somewhere. And I was like, and I was, of course, I was like the demographic. But I think people genuinely did like his music. Like, it was mm-hmm. played pretty heavily on the radio. Especially that second album. That second album, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, Roll back. You just Yeah, it was a. <laughs> Mr. 106 and Park is back, bitch. <laughs> he, was, he was steady on 106 and Park. Like, he was, like, really popular. I don't know when the, the change happened. Probably when he started saying that he didn't want to be called Lil Bow Wow. And mm-hmm. then, I guess when he just got older, it just was, like, weird. But, like, Bow Wow likes the attention. I just read this, like, interview where people were talking, like, he was, they were asking him, like, you know, how is it? Because he dated Sierra. <laughs> at one point and like you know um like how what have you learned being in the biz and like how do you deal with fame and he's like I fucking love it <laughs> he was like I love the attention which nowadays like at the grand old age of like 35 or whatever he's probably like everybody's like oh sir and some of it's weird too like when he pretended he had a private jet <sighs> that was <laughs> Why? Why aren't you like ghostwriting for people or something? Does he write his music? I doubt it. No. So, uh, like, in doing my like old, like, this is old, old timey research when I was younger. Like, I <laughs> from J14s. Yes. No. Like, <laughs> I used to buy J14s. I used to have write-ons. I used to have Blackbeat magazines. That's oh, Black the kind Beat. of girl I was back in the day. But like, one thing that I used to really value about music was having liner notes. So anytime yeah. I bought an album, I had to know who wrote a song. So I had to know whose name was on each song that wrote. So like a lot of the songs were written by Jermaine Dupree oh, and Debrat. So Debrat wrote a lot of his raps and they wrote a lot of his music when he was younger. I wonder um, what happened and the like, what was the last good music he had? I'm sorry, we're going like really into this. What was the last? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're oh. putting this episode into context, I feel like, talking about who Bow Wow was, just in case you don't know and why this particular movie landed where it was. Before this, he was in Tokyo Drift He was the Fast and Furious. He was, okay, his last album came out in 2009. Oh. It was called New Jack City 2. Ah. He had his was own label. Um, no, this one has Swiss Beats, Jermaine Dupree, obviously, Nelly Trey Song, T-Pain, I don't know who this is, Ron Browse, Deandria, Dondria, and T.I. Mm. I don't know any of these songs at all, and also, like, in 2009, I was probably, like, 
I was 20. I wouldn't have cared what he was doing with himself by that time. I don't know what I was listening to at that time, but I no. <laughs> There's not no. Um, but those first three albums, I think, The Weird Dog, Doggy Bag, and Unleashed, things were happening. Things were happening. I, I didn't like Bow Wow like that, but my cousins did. I so that's how I like listen to the music. Oh, I well, I mean, I think in our camp you either like Lil Bow Wow or Lil Romeo, and that was like, I don't see what's happening over there with Lil Romeo, so we're just gonna stay over here. <laughs> Mm. I'm just gonna stay over here and take you home and keep it cute like that. Because that is a song that you can depend on. <laughs> but um, oh yeah, he had a collaboration album with Omarion. Mm-hmm. I think they did too. In 2000, well, I only see one here. It's called Face Off, which I don't. Okay, um, it was in 2007. It had two singles. Mm-hmm. I um, don't know, but now I guess he acts. He's in, like we said. Tokyo Drift and Furious 7 and F9. I do not remember him being in Furious 7. Oh, he was in archival footage, sorry. But he's actually in F9. That's the most recent one? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, yeah. When they went to the thing and they showed up and they was like, they were like, They were like the rocket. I mean, they basically launched this car into space was what yeah. happened. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean... I forgot Lil Bow Wow was in it was in Carmen Hip Opera. Oh, remember yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was just oh, he was on the Mass Singer. Oh, in twenty twenty, finished third. He was the oh. frog. Yeah, he also hosted one season Park. You remember that happening? No, two thousand twelve. left. Uh, yeah, after Free and Angel left, I was like, something about this is dark, so I don't like it. I don't know what happened. I, I didn't know. like Roxy and Terrence. Was yeah, that their names? I don't know. Terrence and Roxy, yeah. And he was also in the lottery ticket from like twenty ten with Brandon T. Jackson, who's also in this film, and Miss Loretta Devine. Who never turns down a film at this no, point. No, we love Miss Loretta, but Miss Loretta sometimes you get sick now. Yeah, but basically what we're trying to do in context is like, this guy used to be really famous. He was like mm-hmm. really famous and really like well-liked. Um, and I don't know what happened now, but... <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I wonder where his career would have gone if he would have been in like other... You know like how Ice Cube was doing a lot of those movies and child movies? Yeah. And, I don't know if he would have liked that or he wanted to be like wanted to be on like on power or something. He seemed like he would have wanted to be on power, had power had been <laughs> at a show when he was like twenty one or whatever. I think he would have loved that. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's very interesting to watch this because like I didn't watch this. Like the movies I mentioned earlier, I watched all of those mostly. But this one just was like, I don't want to look at that. <laughs> When I was a kid, like when I was a teenager, this was came out in 2005, you said? Mm-hmm. I mean, 16 years old when this movie came out. Mm-hmm. So I would have possibly enjoyed it, but something about it at the time. I think maybe Bow Wow fell out of favor with me <laughs> by that time. <laughs> it's hard to pinpoint. But yeah, I never watched this. I, I've never seen this movie before. It was very um, interesting to watch. Especially since there's so many like black television stars in this movie, mm-hmm. that was kind of like, oh shit, there goes another one. Oh shit, there goes another one. <laughs> <laughs> Did not realize. So like, 
It has like people I recognize. I mean, mostly people I recognize. And some people I was like, what the hell are you doing in this movie? So like Cleo Thomas, aka Zero from Holes. Uh-huh. Um, who else? Um, I do not well. Kalita Smith, who played um I don't know what her character was, but she was in the Bar- Bernie Mac show. Mm-hmm. And she pops up on all the black shows <laughs> as like the girlfriend or love interest for whoever the main character is. So Very if you pretty. watch like Martin or the Wayans Brothers or Jamie Foxx or <laughs> anything like that, she gonna be in the episode. Living yeah. single, I'm pro- probably on that somewhere. Probably. Um, so Megan Good. I think we all knew who Megan Good. Um, hot girl Meg, for Meg. sure. Yeah. Uh, recently having a hot girl summer. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Marcus T. Polk, which, I mean... <laughs> Miles, <laughs> Will Miles from Alicia finally. Uh, can you believe they ended it with him getting kidnapped? That's how they yeah. ended the show <laughs> with Miles being kidnapped. So he's back from kidnapping. I feel like this is the only thing he has done. Like I feel like this is the only thing I've seen beyond Moesha that he's popped up in. Um. And he hasn't even appeared in them random ass movies I'd be watching on Netflix. Like I see, he seen... was in Take the Lead. Don't know what that is. Um, High School Musical Take Senior Year, a cameo. He wasn't even like a character. He was just like an extra, basically. Whatever Taking Five is, Extreme Movie, which I guess is like, like a scary movie, but for extreme movies, I guess. Another Cinderella story. I don't know why he was on episodes of Bad Girls Club <laughs> uh. in 2009. Just a bunch of stuff. He was in Red Tails. Have you ever seen Red Tails? No. I haven't either. That's like the... Jo- Is that the... The, the, the Tuskegee Airmen, I think. Mm-hmm. And jo- what's that man named? The Star Wars man? Didn't he do that? No. And who are you talking about? The man. The Star Wars man. He produced... Like, you need to use dude. a name. The man that did the Star Wars. Use George a name. <laughs> If there's a lot of people involved with Star Wars. You have to use the name and no. <laughs> he didn't direct it? I thought he did. Production company. Oh, yeah. Oh, I knew he was involved with it. But, I mean, it's Lucasfilm. If you want your shit to sound good, <laughs> you probably take it to <laughs> Lucasfilm. And the other thing he has, the um, Skywalker sound or whatever. No, it's somebody named Anthony Hemingway. Hmm. Don't know who that is. But, um, yeah, he's not... <laughs> <laughs> this, it's no. Star Wars man's company. You have to use a... You, okay. They said additional material was shot the following year with executive producer George Lucas as director. So I guess they had reshoots that he directed, but not he's not the actual director. Okay. I knew he was involved okay. somewhere. I know. I'm about to say, after at least like 50 years of Star Wars, you gotta like break it down <laughs> to who you're talking about because you can literally be talking about anybody. Um, I wouldn't I, have said like some. I wouldn't have been like. I don't know. Been like, I don't know, um, Brittany. Knives out, man. Knives I don't know. Out. I don't know, Brittany. It's you. The um, Knives Out dude, which. Brick man. Okay. And Marcus T. Polk was also in Blackish, which I've never seen. So, um, who else do we have? We have Journey Smollett. Um, we have <laughs> noted SVU case, Nick Cannon, um, <laughs> Mike Ooh, Epps, shit. Charlie Murphy, RIP, Shy McBride, mm. my dude Emerson from Pushing Daisies. Love him. Oh, he was also in that show where he played like, I'm not even going to mention the okay. show. Um, okay. Wayne like, Brady shows up randomly. Chaotic. 
And uh, also Daryl McDaniels, a.k.a. DMC, Dumb Run DMC. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cameos, a lot of random people in here. Um, also Rick Gonzalez, we didn't say Rick Gonzalez, noted mm-hmm. petite f- king, petite fine king is what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. <laughs> I said petite king. <laughs> and Paul <laughs> Wesley from freaking Vampire Diaries. <laughs> and new Captain Kirk on Strange New Worlds, Ooh. which he's not, he don't have that glow. He I don't, don't have a Kirk glow. Paul Wesley always seems like, like, you know how... Like, Robert Pattinson always sounds like he doesn't really want to be involved in whatever we're doing right now, mm. but he will do it, and he'll take amusement mm. with it. Paul Wesley seems the opposite, where he's just like, I'm above this. <laughs> I'm very above whatever's happening here, and I don't need to be here. Um, so, yeah, good luck with everybody watching that. <laughs> yeah. I was very confused when he popped up. But um, we could talk about the synopsis. It's pretty, um, it's pretty freaking self-explanatory. Very straightforward. Basically, like Brittany said, the movie is set in 1978 in Chicago, um, mainly on the south side, but also takes place partly on the north side. Um, and there are these kids who have like kind of a skate group, skate team, roller skating team. Um, love to hang out at the Palisade. Is it Palisade Gardens, right? I think so. Um, yes. Yeah. So their local rink gets closed, gets sold after like 25 years. And I guess it seems like there's the only rink on the south side. They didn't seem interested in going anywhere else. So they decide to go to a rink on the north side called Sweetwater, um, where it's like, it's a lot of white people. It's not 100% white like I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Um, and they decide to enter a skating competition there, and they will be um, up against some pretty hard hitters. Um, you see a lot of, you know, I don't know what people call this outside of Derby. In Derby, we call it jam skating, which is the dancing on skates. I don't know if people call it jam skating outside of roller derby, but that's basically what happened. So they basically had to come up with a routine and win the competition, and they will win a grand prize of $500, which is like, I don't know how much nowadays. It could be three $1 million. Yeah, it could be a hundred million. Um, there's also a lot of like side side stories um, because Jenny Smollett is his new neighbor. Um, and with that comes his, uh, her mother who gets interested in her, his dad. And there's also a lot of lingering trauma from his mother passing away like the year before or something like that. So um, it's a pretty... Yeah, like, yeah. It's pretty straightforward. I mean, they came, they saw, they tried to conquer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there's a lot of in-between things that happen in the summer. Was this movie filmed in Chicago? I... I was trying to find that out. Yeah, I was too. I couldn't really get a definitive answer on that. It doesn't look like it, but also I've never been on the south side, so I don't know. Are you looking it up? Yes, I am. (laughs) Do you know I am? I don't know. Well, because like, how's the Chicago to look like this, basically, for the most part, I think. But I don't know. If you're like out in the burbs, then maybe it's a little different. I mean, I've seen the Chicago suburbs, but... They didn't look like these. I just It looks so much like Atlanta is what I'm trying to get at. A lot of it reminded me of Atlanta. I was like, did someone take that made in Georgia tax break? Is what mm. I was trying to figure out. Yeah, I don't have any info about where it was actually shot at. Yeah. 
I don't know. Oh, it says, well, on IMDb it says Chicago, but I don't know if that's actually true. I guess so. They've got they've got addresses. Hmm. That Fleetwood uh Fleetwood Roller Rink and Linwood Sports Center. Um, one address for his house. So yeah, I guess so. I was just very like, oh, this looks so much like Georgia. <laughs> this looks very much like Georgia, but I guess when you get a little bit farther out from the actual city, like the city city, then the houses start looking a little flatter. <laughs> But um, it's yeah, it's very cute. Like the movie's cute. How do you feel about the movie? I guess we're talking earlier. I'm assuming since you've seen it so many times. Um, it. so this was a babysitting staple. Wow. <laughs> for me, so that's why I. So a couple things. One of my younger cousins loved Bow Wow, and she's your age. So I've seen it a lot. And in addition to cousins, that, like I'm like I'm 12 and she's 45. <laughs> and. Uh, Additionally, all of my other younger cousins, if we watch a roll bounce, we watch a roll bounce, y'all. Let's let's all watch a roll bounce, so we don't have to watch Shrek or Shrek Two or Ugh. Shrek Three or Shrek Four or Brother Bear or whatever. Let's, I've never let's seen on, Brother Bear. Let's I don't have youngers. A different. I don't have let's youngers though, so maybe that was the other thing. If I didn't want to watch something, I didn't have to because nobody's gonna make me. <laughs> Yeah, we're switching it up. We're doing something different. So this is kind of the something different, which contributed to why I've seen it so many times. Um, And yeah, and going back, I realized, I was like, okay, yeah, I remember this part. I remember this line because you've seen it so much that you could be able to quote it because like, once one of the younger cousins picked it up, they would quote it back. And it's like, okay, I, I remember this. Okay. Um, and maybe that's why I wanted to watch it. Because like, oh, yeah. This, yeah, we this didn't, is like I don't even vacation. know how we came to this, honestly. <laughs> so if you want to be really, I don't even remember. Because it's been a blur. It's been a blur of a couple weeks. I have no idea what's happening most times. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Not sure. I guess we were like, let's find something more fun than like the surveillance state. Yeah. Yeah, and this is more fun than the surveillance state because you have some comedians with Charlie Murphy and Mike Epps, um, which I feel like this kind of showcased. Oh, I miss Charlie Murphy. Um, was this when Chappelle's show was still on? Must have been. I, was it? A li- maybe a little after. I think it was I maybe. I Chappelle's show started in like 2004. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or, I think 2003. Oh, I don't remember it being 2003. I was in high school and I watched Chappelle's show. So, um, yeah, that's why I knew Charlie Murphy. I knew Charlie Murphy has, like, had a career before that, but that's how I knew him. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, it was nice to see some people that we haven't seen in a while due to people passing away and things. So, um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a cute movie. It was a little bit long. <laughs> And some part yeah. I was like, oh, now we're still going on. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that runtime when I turned it on. Was it like, I thought it, it was, was like two be an hour and a half. Is it like it two like, hours though or something? Or a little bit more? Just shy. It was like an hour 57. I oh, yeah, like, I don't know why <gasps> it felt like it should be shorter, but I was just like, no, this is a bit like we could have cut this a little. I mean, but I'm not the demographic anymore. So <laughs> maybe somebody who would watch it at this time would love it. At that hour, but 
anyway um felt a little disrespectful to me but <laughs> i guess i should say did you skate a lot when you were a child since this is about skating Yes and no. When I was younger, I roller skated, but then, you know, it being the go-go 90s, um, I learned how to rollerblade. And when I learned how to rollerblade, I forgot how to roller skate. That's and so every funny. time I would get on roller skates, I would fall. That's so funny because everybody's like, I don't know how to roller skate. I only know how to rollerblade. And I was terrible at roller skate blades. I had a pair and I thought they were the worst things on earth. And as soon as I could get back, like my mom bought me some. And I took them to the skating rink with me, and I was like, I can't fucking stand on these. And so I went and rented a pair of skates. <laughs> and I was like, never mind. I will not be taking these blades with me back to the skating rink at all. Um, yeah, I was a pretty heavy roller, sk- ro- yeah, roller skater, skating rink goer. Um, I can remember the first time I went. It was on a sill trip with my grandma. My grandma was a, like a chaperone, and we skated. My grandma was like in her fifties, I think, so so she can do stuff like get on roller skates. Um, although I think she might have broke her, her skate broke or something. Something crazy happened when she came, and then I think we went again, but it was like the vibe was different. I didn't know anybody, and my grandma wouldn't skate with me <laughs> anymore. And I was like, oh, I'm bored. I don't know what to do with myself. But in high school, I went more or like junior high because we had lock-ins and stuff like. That was the place to be for for me on a Friday night. It was like mm-hmm. $5 to get in and <laughs> skate till like 11 or something from like 6 o'clock to 11 and uh, like on a Friday night or whatever. Friday nights, maybe Saturday. But that was my thing. Um, and then I stopped because like nobody else wanted to do it. It was like not cool after a while. <laughs> and I think some yeah. people are just like, I don't know how to skate, so I'm not doing it. I'm like, fine. This is, yeah. Sucks. <laughs> I think I did it until middle, like high school, Um, like in middle school, like definitely elementary school to middle school. Like that's where you went on like Saturdays. Yeah. Like you went to a roller roller wink and then that became like laser tag for some places. (laughs) Like they like, I don't know, it became less popular and they like converted some of the roller skating places to like laser tag places. Um, I wonder if the place I went is still open. Shout out Westlake Skating Rink in Garland, Texas. But I think her, like the roller rink that I used to go to, one of them is still open. One of them they closed a couple of years ago. Oh, God. I remember there's one place. Um, I don't know where this place is, but it's a huge place. It's called Texas Stadium, and it's fucking yeah. enormous. <laughs> and I went with our church one time, but it was very – I brought a friend, and it was very – I don't know. It was a very awkward time. I was like, I'm never going back with her with these people again. But um, yeah, it's like a gigantic fucking roller rink. I forget where it is. It's like out far. <laughs> yeah, Westlake is still open. Shout out to them. It's on the same street. It's probably mm-hmm. been there for like 40 years now. <laughs> Love that place. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess this is like kind of the thing is like, and the opening scene of this movie, it's like them skating around and like, People doing their thing. Some people are skating around, like jam skating or dancing or whatever. And then some people are just trying to like stay upright. <laughs> and you got the cute girls trying to like stay kind of, you know, be cute, but still kind of skate around. And one gets slapped on the butt a bunch of times, which I was like, all right, no. Mm. In this day and age, I would not. 
not think that was cute. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it is the 70s. All right. I know. Mm. But people still think you could do that now. Because, mm. yeah. And a lot of y'all need to be you know, threatened with bodily harm if you do that shit still. Um, but yeah, it was like a really cute like opening. Like you're just everybody's having fun, and then like soon, soon after the fun is cut short because basically the building has been sold. Like I thought this was gonna be one of those like you know break into electric boogaloo. We gotta save the roller rink. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. They don't even have like. There's not even any mention of saving this rink. It's just gone. no. They were like, well, see y'all this later. Day, this is just what it is. It might be turned into like lick store, chicken spot, All check three. clash and place. I was yeah. like, damn. They have, check, they have check cashing things in the seventies. I wonder. I was like, I was like, damn. They yeah. got a bleak outlook on what's happening in their neighborhood. It's like, yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, a chicken spot wouldn't be bad, but no liquor store. No. Come on now, please. Yeah, please stop. Um, yeah. So they're like rolling back home <laughs> with Xavier. So Bow Wow plays Xavier. I don't think he said. Um, AKX, which I was like, all right. Um, and his friends are Junior, Boo, Naps, and Mixed Mike. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I was like, first of all, I know Cleo is mixed, I think, but I was like, he don't look mixed as what y'all calling <laughs> Mixed Mike. That's like, damn. I was like, I would call Rick Gonzalez Mixed Mike before I call <laughs> Cleo. Mm. What is Cleo up to? He at one we we was talking about it earlier. At one point, he was a rapper. Yeah, and I think he might just be at the house right now. <laughs> Not at the house. He's from mm-hmm. Alaska. He has a Twitch channel. So he at the house. But he probably makes a lot of money because people love mm-hmm. Twitch. Mm-hmm. So he's at the house he making probably, a lot of money. He's in a movie. He got a cameo problem. He's got a movie coming up. He might have a cameo. A lot of people, a lot of your favorite people have cameos. They do. Leslie Jonathan is on cameo. It's very funny. I was reading this article. This was an interview I was reading about Bow Wow. Bow Wow was like, oh, I love Cleo. Like, he's a great rapper. I might sign him to my label. And I was like, I think he did, actually. Mm. Which I was like, aw, that never ends well for anybody when rappers talk about signing people to their vanity labels or whatever mm. but i guess he was taking i guess bow wow was taking cleo all over the place with him oh i shouldn't have looked at some of these singles what was it how bad he is got it? A, some of his singles include you know he got songs called like sweated out so many girls side nigga don't catch his feelings what is that even why some of y'all are just not made for studio don't do it yeah yeah don't do it (laughs) yeah yikes i thought you were gonna say something like crazy like he was featured with like r kelly or somebody (laughs) no no just like soldier boy and uh, oh oh we didn't even talk about what did soldier boy drop i think that's probably what like zoom zoomed bow wow out of the spotlight to be honest oh yeah wait probably that might actually be it. You might. Oh, 2007. Yeah, that was. That's just, when I, SoldierBoyTelem.com, 
So this is Bow Wow, right? And then this is like this is this is Soldier Boy. Like they're just passing their trajectories. Yeah, are... passing. They weren't they supposed to do a versus? They wanted them to do a versus or something. I'm tired of the verses. Like the verses, the last one I watched being, you know, uh, of a woman of a certain age. Which one was the last one you watched? I watched the, some of the Omarion. Oh, versus, I didn't. No, wait, wasn't it Omarion versus Mario? Yeah, and I don't like either of those people. Oh, I loved Omarion. Like, wait, yeah, I loved Omarion. I had a Marion poster in my dorm room freshman year. In your dorm I, that room? Was, that was my boo. Like, I loved him. Oh. Like, I loved him. Yikes. Yeah, I've gone, I'm a screen tour vet, and I went to, like, three of the four. Also went to one of the first reunion tours, and they, like, all of them got back together. And one of the Pretty Ricky members was trying to sell everybody on a multi-level marketing scheme. Um, like, just give me money. Not and to be rude, but niggas love multi-marketing schemes. And I was like, um, spectacular. Like, this is a Ponzi scheme. What are, you, so, what are you doing? It's so funny. I don't even know the members of Pretty Ricky that well. I just remember them all at once. But, um, Yeah. <laughs> So, of course, I watched it. Like, I am that demographic. Like, I didn't watch that. Only because I just, I never really saw for Mario when he was, like, famous. Um, and I don't really care for Omarion. I had fair. both those albums. I had Mario's debut album. I had Turning Point, his follow-up album. Like, <laughs> I loved Mario, too. I so, I was going to watch it. I never thought he could sing or anything. So, I'm not really... I don't know. I'm not into a solo R&B singer, especially if you were born, say, after like 1985. <laughs> just like, it's <laughs> deeply dark-sided and wrong with y'all, all, every last one of y'all. And every one of y'all thinks y'all are like gangbangers. I don't understand that at all either. <laughs> but I hope the R&B genre fries. I hope it continues to fail uh, after Neil's comments yesterday. <laughs> oh, those are terrible. Yeah. Neil's going to hell. Yeah. Sorry. If you... If you listen to this episode, just read what Neo says. Neo is going to hell. By the time this um, episode comes out, basically he's like, I can't separate the I separate the art from the artist regarding R. Kelly, which used to just who literally wrote about the things that he used to do. So I yeah, don't understand like, how you separate the art. The, the art the is the artist in, in this case. It's all in there. Like, like the fuck are you be talking about? Less gross. That's yeah. But anyway, um, so, yeah, so the roller skating rink is closed. They are kind of debating going to this other rink on the north side, which I thought this was going to be like, you know, like a bring it on type of thing almost, where it's like, we don't want your kind here. Because, like, <laughs> I don't know if people know this. I think people get kind of distracted from, like, presidential elections maybe or something. But, like, Chicago is a deeply, deeply, deeply segregated city. Um, um, and that goes for many cities in the Midwest, including in the Cleveland. Many like, cities in the fucking United States are deeply, yeah. deeply segregated. It does not have to be the deep south for no. blacks to be on one side and white people to be on the other side. And no. man, the two ever mix. <laughs> yeah. Like my friend's boyfriend, um, when I first came to Chicago, to visit her, she he was like, yeah. So I just want to let you know, he's not he's not black, but he's not white either. <laughs> he's a person of color. And he was like, yeah. I just want to let you know, Chicago's very segregated. 
this is something that you might go to on one side or not the same on the other side. <laughs> so like that, and I was like, well, that's okay. That's all right. Okay, we're just gonna try to enjoy ourselves here. <laughs> Hopefully, not get into some shit. I guess, but um, yeah, I thought it was gonna be like a ring it on type of, you know. We don't want you kind of here, and some of it is a little bit, but like not to a degree where it's like permanently affects anything. It's not like nobody let them in. I thought it was gonna be one of the parts where like nobody let their asses in the rink at all, and I was like, oh what. Okay, I guess, like, they go to the rink eventually, and it's fine for the most part. Because I was looking, too, I was like, well, this is a very white rink, but then I see some afros around. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I guess it's okay, but I don't know. It wasn't pushed to the level I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was, when you get to the rink, you can see that it's mostly about socioeconomic class versus race. Yeah, because there's some... um, there's definitely some black girls there. Um, and then, of course, the person who's, like, the best skater in the whole rink is black. His name is Sweetness. Sweetness. Um, I've never I've never seen this actor, Wesley Johnson. I before love since. Wesley Jonathan. Or Jonathan, sorry. I already messed up his name. My bad. Brittany seems to have a thing for him. Yes, I loved him. I had a huge crush on him when I was little. He used Just to be on from- City Guys. Okay. On NBC, if you wake up early enough, I think the show used to come on at like 10 o'clock in the morning. So you could eat your Fruit Loops and watch him. It was like C-I-T-Y, you can't see I. <laughs> That's oh the City Guys story, the streetwise City Guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, He was also on What I Like About You, I think, with Amanda Bynes. Oh my gosh. I think that's his show. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, I think I used yeah. to watch that, but I don't really know. He was the black man on that. I don't know anything else about, but yeah. beyond like Amanda Bynes, I don't even know like the actual plot or whatever. But <laughs> that's um, his pl- his role in this movie is quite ridiculous, I must say. And I loved his little musical, like his theme song with Superman Lover. Like that one was. <laughs> yes. Oh. Like he's like super. Oh. The soundtrack is real good. I would say the soundtrack is probably my favorite part about this whole movie because there was a couple of songs I was like, "Yes, this is still when disco was okay." <laughs> Although they don't know who the Bee Gees are, that's one of the jokes in the movie is that this, this <laughs> group of black kids doesn't know who the Bee Gees are, which I would think like the. Bee- I feel like when. Were the Bee Gees one of those crossover groups? Because remember, like, Queen had another one by Sedustin. People thought that was, a like, a black group. Like, they thought mm-hmm. that group was full of black people. And I was like, nobody in that group is black. Well, they used to play it, like, on, like, R&B radio. Like, it was a huge song. But I don't mm-hmm. know if the Bee Gees had the same. Because it's just, like, you don't, you, you can, you can't really separate the Bee Gees from disco. Like. No. Like, hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah goes goes hand in hand i don't know you would probably see them on soul train but like <laughs> i feel like they such an inextricable part of the music so i was like you surely have heard at least like one of these songs but um yeah so they are not welcomed by what the sweetwater rollers which is no. like paul wesley from 
Vampire Diaries and this other guy who is Asian. I do not remember his actual name in the show yeah. or in the movie uh, or in like in real life. <laughs> I have no idea what his name is. Um, and that's where you get some sort of jabs of like, what they say? They call them, um, I'm looking for the thing. Oh, the food stamp crew. And yeah. also welfare rollers. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, are you are you supposed to be here? Yeah, like we don't say you're kind here, <laughs> type of thing. And then also Nick Cannon plays Skates Bernard. Or Skates Bernard. Yeah, I don't know Bernard. You couldn't think of a better nickname for yourself, I guess. Yeah, you know? he is like the guy. You know, the attendant who hands out your skates. Yeah. He also hands out quote unquote wise advice to get you laid, essentially, which you shouldn't be doing to a bunch of fucking teens at the skate, at the skating rink. Um, especially not for Nick Cannon. You shouldn't be listening to anything Nick Cannon. Nah. I mean, but I like he's he, an actor, but like, come on, like, no. <laughs> he gives, like, his advice for naps or Rick Gonzalez is, like, I'm going to give you size 15 skates so all the girls think you have big feet so they'll be more interested in you. And in reality, he can't skate in the skates because he needs a size nine or whatever. Just so take the nine, bruh. <laughs> so he's in like a size 15 skate in the ring. So girls almost dying be into him. Yeah, which um, I don't think any girls end up being really into him. No, so it doesn't really. I mean, they look at him from across the way, but I don't think he ever finds nobody. No, they're such a they're like the weirdest group of kids. <laughs> there, yeah. Every time they see a cute girl, like you went before, he's like, "Marry me or some shit to making good." And I was like, "Be fucking cool." <laughs> and everybody they was like, "Just shut up, shut up, shut, shut up, up. Cool. you ruining it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they also run into Naomi, who is making good at the roller rink. Um, and from the context of the conversations, apparently. Last summer, she was ugly. I I I I was confused because I was like, who decided she was ugly? Because they kept calling her like like a what duck. like like yeah like duck like you'd have to duck her when she came by or whatever. And then they were talking about how he like basically like like you'd have to run away from her. And I was like, how? I was so confused when that that was the person they were talking about because I was like, have you ever seen her before? Or were y'all just making this up? Like, did Bow Wow say this? Did X tell y'all this? That she was like, well, we went with this girl, but she was ugly, and I decided not to, like, you know, because you know, Mimby lying. So, like, I was just wondering that because it was like, when is Megan good for the ugly? <laughs> I'm supposed to believe that Megan be good. <laughs> and it was like, she's so, she was just like, I don't yes. want to see how she's just ugly. She's just ugly. And then she shows up and it's like making good. And then you're like, oh, wait, this is the quote unquote ugly girl you're talking about. It's Megan. It's, it's literally Megan good. It's Megan good in 2005. Like, it's, it's Megan. It's Megan good. It's, a, was she into how old is Megan good? Isn't she like 40? Yeah. Like, regardless, it's Megan good. But like, I'm just saying, like, like this good. is not like Megan good from like Friday when she was a child. <laughs> no, it's like, it's an adult Megan good. It's Megan good. Yeah, she looks very much. Yeah, she's forty, so she would have been like, like in her twenties. Yeah, in this, yeah, <laughs> she yeah. was like twenty five, twenty four in this movie. Um, yeah. 
Do you know her Instagram hand thing is Meg G, Miss Good if you're nasty? I know that's right, girl. Oh. You better come out the shackles. <laughs> good for you, Megan. Take them shackles off your feet so you can dance. I know that's right. That man has mm-hmm. been crazy, but we don't have that no more. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Yeah, we never saw how ugly she was, but she used to be ugly and now she's obviously not. And she's such a sweet character in this movie. Like mm-hmm. she actually gives a damn about him. Yeah, so like she's trying face. to console him about the loss of his mom. Yeah, she's like, I heard about your mom. I'm so sorry. I heard, you know, I recognize them old ass skates because he don't want to give away his skates because or get new skates because his mama gave him new skates. Although he needs to get new skates because they said, keep falling apart. Yeah, when your wheel comes off randomly, you need to you need to take a screwdriver. <laughs> Take a wrench and a, a screwdriver to them trucks and figure that shit out. <laughs> also, isn't it bad to like skate on the street and skate indoors? It's just for your wheels. It depends. I mean, I don't really know about like non-derby players and how they do things because uh, I was just actually looking at somebody skate the other day. And I was like, I don't know how you're supposed to skate on those. <laughs> I think years of derby have made me sort of been like, I have no idea how anybody skates on regular ass plastic wheels like that. Um, but yeah, most skate most skates most wheels are not made for outdoors and made for the indoors. So it just depends on how how much you fuck them up, I guess, outside. Because <laughs> you know, they're so hard that they don't really go over like rocks and stuff. So like that's why I never like skating outside without like a certain wheel. But I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's a bad, I just think they're old. I just think they're really old skates. <laughs> yeah. Um he didn't want to get rid of them. For sentimental reasons, which makes sense, but like, Sarah, you almost break your neck in the street. So, <laughs> we also didn't say about, uh, or we didn't mention Tori, played by Journey Smollett, who is X's neighbor. She's trying very hard to skate and just, uh, bless her heart. Bless her. She kind of reminds me of what's her face from Recess? Is it Gretchen? Great. Oh, Gretchen. She reminds yeah. Gretchen from Recess because she's got these. She's adorable. I mean, Jerry Smollett is always adorable. But she's got these horrible braces. Shout out to Brace Gang. Um, and uh, she cannot stand upright. Her her skates are really nice. But she cannot stand upright. And um, I forget who keeps making fun of her. Oh, Junior. Um, yeah. They go back and forth. Yeah, roasting the hell out of each other. Yeah. Um, and she get them. Like, she doesn't let them slide. Talking about he was allergic to toothpaste. Now, why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> so she said that your teeth are yellow and you said you were allergic to toothpaste. And that's not, that was not the comeback <laughs> that you were he supposed was, to have. He was like, is that my fault? I'm allergic to toothpaste and I've been eating Cheetos. And it's like. You know that looked terrible. <laughs> bro. That's my dude, Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, pop it ass open. Booty sweat, booty sweat. This is it. <laughs> If we ever do Tropic Thunder on here, I don't know. That would have to be some sort of secret episode. I don't think the are ready for someone Tropic have, Thunder. Someone would have to pay for us for that episode. Yeah. <laughs> because I just don't want to hear anybody's mouth about that damn movie anymore. Um, uh, yeah. He's a joy, though, in that. And I, I mean, he's pretty funny in this. He's just kind of like a really bit, I guess he's like the leader of the group just by mouth and volume alone. <laughs> but like, He's so, he's so ridiculous. Like, they just, they fight so much. 
in this movie. But Journey's really cute. I don't really know really what Journey's point was other than to have a girl in the group. But then she's not in the group because she can't skate. She she's not she's not on the like the floor with them. She's like a health hazard. Yeah, she's just <laughs> there. Like I was this very is confused. one thing that I was going to say. Like probably a little later, but I can say it now. Yes, um, go ahead. We're just free flowing. We're just vibing here. One thing about this particular movie that I noticed upon this rewatch, like wow, it to me it's a very enjoyable movie. A lot of the characters are underdeveloped, especially Tori. Um, yeah, like she's just there, and the only thing that makes her character worth watching is because you have a talented actress in the role. Like if it was played by somebody else it wouldn't be as enjoyable. Like, Journey brings something to that role that makes it worth watching with all, like, the very sparse bits that she has. Like, she's been acting longer than all of them, I think. Yeah, she's been acting basically since she was, like, three. Yeah. Um, But, like, she only has, like, a couple scenes where she gets something to do. Like, they have, like, a little water balloon scene. Yeah. Um, she gets, these kids are, like, terrorists. <laughs> Cause he's so X is like a a paper boy, terrible, terrible fucking paper boy. He's just tossing newspapers at people's heads and shit, trying to cause bodily injury. And um, she comes along with him, I guess, on one. Well, she still can't skate. I don't know if she ever learns how to skate like mm. the entire summer. I never saw her like actually on the rink. Um, but yeah, she's following him, and they like he gets beamed with water balloons by them. Almost to the point where they, he almost runs into a car, and just by the miracle of physics and his own personal strength, he manages to jump over the car. Mm-hmm. And then she gets beamed with a bunch of them, and she can't, she can't skate away because she's terrible. So she just catches a hot one to the face, basically. Yeah, they tear her up with the water balloons. Yeah, so um, that's pretty much her her biggest scene. That in like the end. Yeah. And she's there to, like, encourage him to talk to Naomi, essentially. Yeah. I like that they didn't have any weirdness between, like, the two girls in the movie. But also, I was like, give her something to do. And also, Naomi don't have really much to do either. Yeah, she was very flat. I was like, does she got something going on? Like, you know, is it one of, like, is it a, I mean, to reference ATL, is it like a new, new situation? <laughs> Where she's a cute girl on the north side, you just a raggedy bitch from the south side. Like, is it one of those? Like, we didn't play into that at all. And it's not really even like anything with sweetness either, for real, for real. Like, sweetness isn't a threat either. Yeah, so. sweetness is just a whore. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's calling like, up to any yeah. old body. He got groupies. They mm-hmm. were acting like he was James Brown. Yeah, he would like wipe the sweat off his brow, throw it in the crowd, and post a fight over it. When he took off the cape, I was mm. like, "How dare you? You think you James Brown out here?" He put he was putting razzle dazzle on folks. Listen, I guess you got to give people a show. Mm. Which at first I didn't even realize that he was with the Sweetwater Rollers, which made sense because they were all dressed the same. Which they they were dressed like the Bee Gees with those sparkly ass pants, but also. Um, He's just like he's just like a singular entity, and then just like his sort of backup people, where you're like, what is this going on? It's so ridiculous. The part where he like blew a kiss to Ex's little sister, 
And she, she fainted. She fainted. The girl had to be all of six years old. <laughs> she was like, and that I was love not you. one of my favorite parts. I had to rewind that part because they were like, oh, hell no. <laughs> they were like, I don't think you can compete with sweetness. And then he's so sweet as well. Kisses to his little sister and stuff. And I was like, she ain't even old enough to be. <laughs> She passed out. She passed the fuck out. Um, Yeah, I thought that Journey could have had some more to do. I thought all the girls really. And some of the guys, too. Like, Naps is a big thing is that his feet are small and that he's. His hair is not, quote, unquote, good. He don't have good hair. That's his character. (laughs) Fake considering he's Puerto Rican and Dominican in real life. I was like, I know that shit is smooth as silk. Just run your fingers through it. Rick Gonzalez. I want you to know Rick Gonzalez. I know that you're married, but I know you, I love you. I love you so much. You did not get enough screen time in Arrow. I did not watch Arrow, but I know. He was on Arrow? He was. I forgot what his character was. Um, Rick Gonzalez is like one of them people who just like shows up and like like random movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of them is on Netflix. A lot of them I didn't see. Have you seen Coach Carter? Because I haven't. Yes, I have. Yeah, but I think you're just beautiful, Rick. Um, and he was in War of the Worlds. He was in Baker Boys. What other stuff? Um, some stuff I've never heard of at all. But yeah, he was in. He was in Arrow. Oh, he was Wild Dog, and he was in Legends of Tomorrow. Like for two episodes, but um, mm. you know, they do the crossover stuff. He was also in Mr. Robot, don't remember that mm. <laughs> for like two episodes as well. He's like in a lot of TV, but you just like recognize him. And he was, of course, he was Jesus in the Judas video with Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. and cornrows and that crown of thorns, blaspheme. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. Love the Petite King. I don't know why he wants to have a music career as well. Mm. What is it about the music industry that really gets these people going? Mm. Is it just the you, music? Hmm. Like doing the music video stuff? Is that the fun part? Like lip syncing? Is that the fun part? Maybe. I don't know. I don't understand. But um, yeah, his thing in this movie is that he's Puerto Rican and he's got naps. Yeah, and his nickname Nap. And mixed Mike is mixed. His mama white. Yeah, his mama's white, and she's shaped like a black woman, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. So they can make fun of him. Yeah, which his hair is actually more chaotic than Naps's was ever. <laughs> so I was a little. I was like, I don't know if these names really fit, but um, yeah, they don't really have anything. I mean, Junior's whole thing is just like he's just a loud mouth. Mm-hmm. Who like talk and- about everybody. He does. He's the Martin Lawrence of the group for sure. And then Boo. Boo has no personality. Boo I don't know got what... big lips and Boo, that's it. <laughs> Not big that's lips. Boo. <laughs> Not big lips. That's, that's, that's what they kept saying. Boo got big lips. Is that's that what it. they said for real? Because yeah. I mean, he does, but like, rude. That, that was literally it. That's what <laughs> they kept that was... saying about Boo. That was Boo's character trait. I thought that Boo was got you. big lips. I thought that was you being you. No, that wasn't me. And also, it's Miles from Moesha. It's Miles Mitchell. I fucking hate Miles. Aww. I'm sorry that if that rubbed off on Marcus T. Polk. I know they're separate entities, but damn. <laughs> I like and, uh, I mean, I like Miles more than I like Dorian. That was when the chaos started. 
Dorian came and started stealing her and other shit. brother, Dorian. I didn't know Cheryl Lee Ralph left the show because of that storyline. And she should have. <laughs> That's a ridiculous storyline, bruh. Tearing mm, up the black family with this chaos. The agent. <laughs> the literal agent of chaos. The butterfly effect, Ray J. <laughs> so much has happened with Ray J's presence. <laughs> Ray J has changed. Ray J has literally changed popular culture. The course he of has history. changed the world. And I hate to say it like that, but he has. No, I'm uh, every time you think of something, you're just like, God, why are you involved? (laughs) Black nonsense, white nonsense. Like you wouldn't think somebody would have such. And it's fucking Ray J right at the fucking center. (laughs) People like stealing shit out of his sister's closet has landed us at the pop culture moment that we are at today. I'm surprised he's not in this movie, but maybe he can't escape. I don't know, but. I would say that, yeah, we're going to find out that Ray J was, like, low-key, like, at the end of the world. <laughs> we're going to find out that Ray J was really just, like, a like a fucking, like, chaos, god of chaos and, and catastrophe. Like, we're just going to find that out one day. I know we are. Um, so, back to the story. Um, I guess, too, we could talk about, like, his dad. Yeah. So... This is okay. I, I assume this story takes place in like either like June, July, August, summer, yeah. summer seventy eight. So they lost his his mom, Kathy, according to the license plates on the truck in the car in the the car in the garage. They lost her two weeks before Christmas in seventy seven. Yeah, that's according to neighborhood gossip at the party. <laughs> I did like that party though. That was a cute party. Was it? Yeah. Like, what did he say? The man was like, "How you match your your outfit to these napkins?" <laughs> 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 and she had on like she had on a cheetah print, not leopard cheetah print <laughs> outfit. And her napkins were the same. Listen, black people love some animal print. Mm-hmm. You know nothing else about us. <laughs> The older you are, the more animal printing your house is. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cheetah, leopard, zebra. Zebra for sure with black sheets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and little red accents in there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that sheet set, I watched, I saw pictures of Alfie Enoch from How to Get Away with Murder. I guess he played Romeo opposite another black, like a black actress. So it was two black actors playing Romeo and Juliet, which I don't think I have ever seen before. Um, mm-hmm. Like in a major like production. I think it was in the Globe Theater or something, maybe. Girl, mm-hmm. why was, they had a bed scene. Or what, why was the sheets, le- why was the leopard, like the comforter was leopard. And the sheets, mm-hmm. were, and the sheets were red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know anything else about it because I think you have to pay to watch it. I almost want to just to see it happen. Like I just want to see it. But hmm. I was like, why? Niggas across the globe. <laughs> Alfie is British and Brazilian. This is an English production. Niggas love them some leopard print, or some animal print. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Just a little, little touch of it, a little touch. Bitch, I was screaming when I saw that. I was like, this looks like somebody in my dorm room, honestly. Because they're like teenagers. But it looks like it is crosses generations, crosses oceans and time zones. Like, it doesn't matter. But, yeah. Um, it's timeless. Yeah. A timeless his, decor. I, I didn't realize his mom had been gone for, like, six months. That's pretty recent. 
Mm-hmm. And very recent. Yeah, to I was be like, was let like, me get you this Pepsi, ma'am. Like, let me get you this Pepsi, sir. Yeah. Like, I got you on this Pepsi. No, uh-uh. Shy McBride uh-uh. is like 6'5", so I know she was just like, let me climb the side of you. <laughs> like, I, don't, I think her name was Rhonda. Like, Rhonda. Yeah, sure, Rhonda. I think a Rhonda. Rhonda, you need the Rhonda. The Miss Rhonda, yeah. I think so. Yeah, she, uh, I thought it was... For some reason, I thought, like, his mom had died a little bit earlier than that. Like, it's not earlier, but, like, longer. Like, had been gone longer? I don't know. But, yeah, she's only been gone, like, six six months mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, his dad is, like, trying to manage them to... Um, a big thing in this movie is that nobody knows that he does not have a job. No. Don't know when that happened. Yeah, I feel like it's probably recent like within the last two months two three months yeah he's acting like he's still going to work and he actually tells like x that he should stop thinking about skating and start thinking about other stuff i don't know what the other stuff was supposed to be i don't know if he's getting the job but he had i mean he had a like a paper route but like do you mean like a like a what else kind of job are you thinking in 1978 grocery store grocery store you could go to work in a factory you could get a real like you could get a real job in the seventies, and that job you could actually go to work in a business and be set. By the time it is nineteen eighty four, you could be the head of the business itself. Shit, you could be owning a house in nineteen eighty four at that time. Yeah, when's the labor laws? When's the implementation of you can't work here till like eighteen or whatever? Well, sixteen. Oh, but this. This, that been in place. They tried. They took all the kids out of the factory a long time ago. Yeah, but he could work. Work all those it. all those Victorian era laws that let the little kids stick their hands in the little yeah. tight spaces, and hopefully their fingers won't get cut off. <laughs> the Upton Sinclair, Upton Sinclair wrote all them books and said, <laughs> "There's rats in y'all's food and stuff. Y'all need to fix these." Get some, get the FDA in here. <laughs> Let's create the FDA first, and then get them in here. And stop letting people bleed out in the food or whatever. You know, little little American history things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't realize all that. Um, and I kind of didn't realize that he didn't have a job until he started. Going. I was like, why is he going to? He's going to jobs, like he's going to places and saying, hey, I'm here for the interview. So at first I thought he was just like looking for a new job, but didn't realize he didn't have one at all. But he's an engineer. So like he's pretty well qualified, but I feel like a lot of times he gets dismissed partially due to racism because one white lady was like, we ain't got that job. <laughs> job is She's like, seats taken. Yeah, looked at him up and down and said, nope. <laughs> No, no. And then um, I forget where else he applies to. One guy was like, I don't need a. I mean, the place he ends up working ends up being a janitor. Yeah, that's the place that he applied to where the position was like listed as a blah, 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 engineer, a sanitation engineer. And the man was like, sir. You are an engineer, engineer. You are With a degree. You have an actual too degree. qualified for this position. This is just a custodial position. Like you don't need to work here. Yeah, how bad I forgot which it was this the part of the seventies when everything was horrible. <laughs> Job wise mm. and, and economics wise. They were like, We're gonna get you out of here, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> 
by 1980, I swear to God, you won't be here no more. <laughs> That's exactly what they did. <laughs> and somebody else might be treading on that, too. Oh, they about to yeah, yeet your ass out of here, old toothy. <laughs> mm. God bless us, everyone who can re- yeah. <laughs> is resilient enough to weather that storm. Um, yeah, his story is pretty sad. Um and you can't he, comb the baby hair. Oh. She looked like Jasmine from the Boondocks. Oh. You know, have there's one Boondocks comic strip, like a little whatever, um, like three panel or something where she takes the bath and she gets her hair all nice and cute and straight and she goes outside and she's like, she puts in a ponytail and stuff. She goes outside in the back of that shit with a whoop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was so disappointed. <laughs> It was heartbroken. That's what the baby looked like because half of it was kind of brushed and the other half and looked. I don't know. A lot was happening. Hair wise. X was like, You gonna, you gonna comb her hair? And that was like, I did comb her hair. I know it hurt. And he too. was like, Oh, okay. It looked nice, Tanya or Sonya. I don't know yeah. what, what was the baby's name? I, can't I think her name was Sonya. I cannot remember. Um, yeah, her, I look like it hurt. Like, you know, when, a, when somebody, you know, you got to put some water on that. Really, you know, because I, I bet you combed it dry. And, yeah. And it probably hurt a lot. God bless her. So he's struggling. His dad is not doing well. I think you're right, Sonia. They're not doing well in our family, to be honest. At one point, her, the, the baby's like, is mom going to come back? Is she like an, a black angel? I was like, maybe I need to have a talk. The whole family yeah. to sit down and have like a discussion because the babies are having a problem. <laughs> yeah, that was that scene where the baby was like, basically like, I don't remember my mother. Yeah, can that's you very sad? X, can you tell me what our mom was like? Because I I don't remember her, and I was like. <gasps> It's only been six months. The baby don't remember her mother. Oh, no. The baby didn't I was like, oh, no. And yeah. X had to tell her. And I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. Like, I feel like y'all need to bring her up more. Like, Yeah, they're probably not talking about her because they don't have, you know, the grief and everything. And it's just too much. But, like, you can't forget the dead. Cause you really will forget the dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have enough reminders. You know, I mean, you got pictures and stuff, but you know, like, you might not have voice recordings and things. Like, you gotta keep the memory alive. Like, that's that's your job as the living. <laughs> so keep their memory alive. But they haven't been doing that. Um, it's really, it's really sad. But, like, I think this is when um, when uh, Tori's mom comes into the picture yeah she she comes on the scene like where the fuck my daughter at <laughs> yeah, um my a- daughter left a note saying she went with some nigga named x i don't know who x is do you know anything <laughs> about this and um, why does that sound like claudine when she was sneaking out with that boy and he was like some <laughs> like faux revolutionary like if you put like <laughs> my baby's out with some dude named x like what are they about to go do <laughs> oh, she's like but it's valid like I don't I, I'm new to the neighborhood I don't know these kids where my daughter at and um Curtis is like excuse you first of all you got to get your attitude together before you talk to me your <laughs> daughter is shit. safe 
they was going to catch the bus, that I gave them a ride. But if you want her to catch the bus next time, she can. I was like, wait, first of all, you getting spicy back to me. Like, you can't be talking like that first. <laughs> she doesn't know who her daughter is. And you gave her a ride. She don't know you. She don't know X. Her daughter could be anywhere. Yeah, this is true. Which, I mean, I wouldn't. That's very nice of him to give them a ride all the way up to the north side. Hell no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Most people are like, get on the train and leave me alone. <laughs> um, but like, she's like, well, he's like, well, you could go up there and be like the mama who, who embarrasses her daughter in front of everybody if you want. Yeah. A and lot of mamas would. Yeah, she would. Like somebody would go grab a kid from their skating rink. But she thinks better of it and... She's like, well, yeah, fuck you. Your your carburetor's flooded and leaves the garage. <laughs> I love her introduction, though, because they have one where they see her and she's like, it's almost like the Miss Parker scene from Friday. Because <laughs> it's like her and um, I don't know what she's doing. She's having, she's doing a lot. But like, it's like, it's X and then it's like Charlie Murphy and Mike Epps are these garbage men and they're arguing with him about what time he put the garbage out because he was like, nah, you got to do it earlier than that. And they see her and they just start doing all of the, like the most. <laughs> I was like, she was definitely having a Hey Miss Parker moment because it was a lot of bending down and over and being all like, you know. Mm. You know, whatever central music for the 70s <laughs> was being played. But yeah, she's very concerned about her kid. Um, but then she also offers to do Sonya's hair because she mm-hmm. knew. She was like, please let me get this hair together. Yeah. She kind of has a change of heart after she learns that his wife passed away and he is now a single father and he's like, she sees him at the party. He's kind of like fiddling with his wedding ring, looking very uncomfortable to be at that party. And she's like, okay, well, I see what this is. What can I do to help my neighbor? Did she bring him some cookies or some shit? Mm-hmm. She brings I, like an apology, like my bad. I thought she was like, going to bring over a cobbler or something, but I looked up and she was at some wrappers. I was like, are those Oreos? <laughs> she was like, package food? I was like, okay, I guess. I guess. He was okay with it though. <laughs> and like this is a like when she like when she starts to do Sonya's hair this is around the time that X is out with his friends and she he sees his dad's old Mustang nice car. because he also notices it's not in the garage anymore and it's a for sale at a used car lot so he kind of puts two and two together that his dad sells a car and he talks to the dealer of the used car lot and the dealer is like, well, if your dad is still looking for work, I have a job available at the end of the month. Just let him know. And it's like, my dad has a job. My dad is an engineer. We're good. And he's like, oh, your dad found work. That's cool. Like, Blew Good. his shit up, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then X goes home and him and his dad gets into it. Girl, he think he's grown now. I thought of you when this happened because I was like, damn, he's smashing up shit. <laughs> I was like, no. Like this this scene stressed me out because like first of all, Why are you y'all destroyed? need that car. Yeah, I was like, you only got one car now. <laughs> I was like, you gonna have to clean that up, X. Like I understand you. I understand, oh baby, you are emotionally distraught. But 
you gonna have to you busting a window you busting the windows out your daddy car your, your mama car that's Kathy's car that's your mama's car he's talking about she's never coming back so I just I don't know what what was the whole thing he was like she's never coming back so I'm just gonna destroy this I mean yeah, you, know, people, I like, you know grieving people do things that might not seem very much in line with common sense so I won't fault him there but I was also like wait what <laughs> and I was like no baby don't do that I understand you hurt I understand baby yeah smashes the shit out of the car smashes every single window and beats on the hood and I was like oh it was a lot. It was a lot. I don't know. Did, did you think Bow Wow did a good job in this little scene? I know. He I was, was like, okay, it. he is acting. He's trying to acting act. Acting with, with an A, with a capital A. He was uh, he was almost acting. Um, <laughs> like Patrick was Stewart like, acting? <laughs> yes, he was almost there. I was like, he's trying it. He's stretching his range as an actor. He's ah! doing it. Okay, you better do it. And then he ran off like... Yeah, the running off is kind of awkward. <laughs> like, I was like, you almost there, Shad. You almost there, Shadley. You almost did it. Shadley. And then he was like, mm. and then he ran off. I was like, oh, damn. I'm just going to put a desist on this for that specifically. Yeah. You call him Shadley. Like, like, Shadley Moss, you almost had it. Mm. Hasn't Shy McBride been on stage? I feel like he has. He said he got his probably. most of his inspiration. This is the funny part. I have to read what this says to you as soon as I figure out. I feel like he was on stage, but I guess he's more of a film actor and a TV actor. Interesting. For some reason, he just gives me stage. Like, I don't know. But I just wanted to say that he said that Shy was the person that he listened to the most. Um, because <laughs> this is... This is funny. He said, he gave me a lot of advice and just taught me some things I didn't know. He showed me the ropes and he was the only guy I would listen to. I'm not really an advice person. I like to do everything on my own. That's just how I am. I'm my own type of dude, but I listen to Shy. Now, I would just say, <laughs> I don't know if that attitude really works on set unless you're like Tom Cruise or somebody. <laughs> but I guess have the have the confidence of a six-year-old Tom Cruise at 18? I don't know. <laughs> okay, Chad. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess he tried in that scene. It's like the big emotional scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I was also very aware I was watching Bow But this is hard. I'm always very aware I'm watching Bow Wow in this movie. Yeah, it's not Xavier's. It's Shad Moss. It's, it's Bow Wow. It's not even Shad Moss. It's literally Bow Wow. Like, Shad is such a wild ass name that every time you say it, I'm like, it's, it's Bow Wow. It's not even Shad. It's Bow Wow. I don't know about that one, bro. <laughs> I don't know about that one, bro. <laughs> Christ. I mean, they eventually get it together. Like, they eventually reconcile and he's like I'll be a better dad or whatever um and more attentive which I was like I mean can you be faulted if you're suddenly taking care of these two kids out of like nowhere because it sounded like she had a heart attack yeah because she had a heart conditioner condition yeah it didn't seem like they were like 
like they knew she was sick or whatever. It was just like it hit her out of nowhere. And so it was like this man two weeks before Christmas with two young children <laughs> and suddenly taking care of them and doing all this stuff. And I was like, and this is the seventies, like men nowadays don't know how to take care of anybody. But men back then especially, I feel like they don't know how to take care of shit. <laughs> and so like this man has a lot going on. I didn't fault him for that. He seemed like he like he was he like he would tell him like why aren't you home? Like when the streetlights came on and, and Xavier came in like right before like right after the streetlights came on. Like he was on his ass about it. So it's not like he was just like out here wilding in the streets. No. Doing fancy seventies drugs and having a good ass time. No, he was like X is a responsible kid. Like the only thing he was into was roller skating. There are worse things. <laughs> way worse things you could be doing at that time yeah so i don't know why they put it on him to be like well i'm just doing it you mean you attempted to comb the baby's hair some people are just like all right here go put on an outfit (laughs) the baby come downstairs with two mismatched shoes i'm like yeah you're all right let's go yeah let's let's ride out We got places to be. I thought he was actually doing a pretty, I mean, he wasn't doing the best job. You also grieving, but like, I don't think he was like the worst dad on earth. No. They just all need to have a family discussion about this, uh, the passing of his wife for sure. Because he was like, I lost my wife too, damn. Like, you lost your mom, I lost my wife. Like, yeah. This is hard. I mean, they was all going blessed. They was all going through it. He's a teenager, so it's not like he. The empathy chip is not fully developed wherever that goes. It's still getting activated. <laughs> Dr. Umar, come activate that chip. <laughs> mm. No, we don't need a Dr. Umar in this situation. Um, so while all this is going on, I guess we could talk about the skating. So they're trying to get like a routine. I did like how they were like watching Soul Train and stuff like that. Um, for like I guess like moves and stuff, for like move, I guess choreography ideas. I've never mm-hmm. choreographed anything on skates, so I don't think that's the the easiest, <laughs> the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, I was wondering how that was gonna come together. Like, I've never tried to do any of that. That's a bit too much footwork for me. Do it in like gotta wah, 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 in motion, like. Wah, wah, wah. Gotta move legs like, like whoa, whoa, whoa. What was that song that played? That I like no hair. You got you the got gold shine. I love that. I like no hair. You got the shine. Do rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. Don't rock the boat. Did they choreograph one of that? Someone, that song played. I just remember like a few songs were playing. I was like, this is a good uh, soundtrack, man. <laughs> Y'all did a good job with this. Um, yeah, I don't know how choreographing things on skates work um at one point they're outside doing some stuff um they're practicing like in the cul-de-sac and i think like out on the bat the like the basketball court too so um you do see them working i feel like junior is the one leading all of this being like mm-hmm. get your shit together <laughs> we have to win Naps for some reason has his own. Why won't he wear his skates? 
They're his sister skates, and they have they're purple with little flowers on them. Okay, so those are the only skates he had. This is the ones he had at, at Palisades too. Like no, like the ones that he had, like the ones that he practiced in are his sister skates. But the ones he the goes ones, to the rink in are the, the ones. Rentals. Yes, okay. and they don't work as well as the ones that he practices. They in. never do. They're not. They're not. What's it called? You gotta like loosen your trucks and shit. Like, they're not made for that. Yeah, yeah get so in that's there. his issue. The, yeah, get in there with the wrench and stuff. Like, that's the wrench motion here. <laughs> you can see me. Um, yeah, it's it's. I like seeing them practice. I think it's fun when they're all together. I feel like. I mean, like. X's story is really sad and stuff. I think the best parts are the skating parts to me. Mm-hmm. It just seems fun. It just makes me want to go out and skate. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're getting all that together. I actually was expecting a fallout from yeah. the group, which there wasn't. There's a fallout in ATL. There's like multiple oh. fallouts. <laughs> like, there's not a they got a lot of stuff going on. Girl, there's so much happening in ATL. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a fallout with the group in this movie. I was kind of surprised. Especially it's all that shit that Junior talks. Yeah, somebody... I'm surprised somebody tried to beat his ass. But I think they tried to, but it was like half-hearted. But I was like, Mike, the way they talk about your mama is a little bit... A little mm-hmm. bit much. <laughs> it's a little bit much. Yeah. Like, I'm sure Miss Karen don't... wouldn't want to hear all this shit. Did you just name her Karen? <laughs> you know who's my name, Karen. Uh, maybe. I don't know. She might be like a Demetria. <laughs> Miss Abigail. You think she's an Abigail for real? Nah. Her mom, who's mama name, Karen? She's a... Uh, <laughs> what's, that, what's that video I always like that I heard you bitches looking for me? <laughs> <laughs> that lady seems nice. <laughs> Her car, her car that lady does not seem nice. <laughs> you don't know, think she seems like the life no, of the party? No, she will call the cops on me. <laughs> I just, I need to go look her up. I need to go look her up. But maybe that's what's going on with Mike's mother. But like Junior don't need to be talking all that shit to him, all that or whatever. But um, yeah, that's uh, I think so. X and his father reconcile because, or like I guess due to him buying him new skates which i thought would make it worse but he was like i know those are your mother's but you need to go ahead and switch them out before you break them back (laughs) and um also i was very um why did he get into it with naomi because at the same time he got into it with naomi he was like hey i'm gonna run up to naomi's house like hey girl Cause like when he was going through it, he she asked him to go to the movies, and he was like, "I I don't have like that's when his like skate, the string to the skate broke, and he was like not feeling good about himself, and he was like, looking poor, no, <laughs> looking poor, and, yeah, he wasn't feeling good. His self esteem was like, Wah. yeah, and he just said no, and he kept brushing her off and making her feel bad about herself, and she, he just said no, and so he went to her house, and he was like, hey Naomi, I know, like we could go to the movie sometime, and she was like, no, nigga, fuck you, <laughs> like we all got problems, ex, 
Like, I understand that you're going through some stuff, but, like, I'm going through some stuff, too, because life is life, nigga. That's what it is. <laughs> Shit. And he was like, bro, I wasn't expecting I mean, that if you response. switch it up like that, like, what are you supposed to do? She's such a sweet girl. Like, she's not... I mean, there's nothing really to her <laughs> other yeah. than she's a cute girl and she's pretty and she's sim- somehow, for some reason, still interested in you. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that response, basically. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then his last div- ditch effort is to kiss her and that, like, changes things. I didn't see. I missed that. I missed the whole thing. Yeah, he kisses her at her house and she's like, oh, I remember I am like 16 so that changes my mind <laughs> oh she's okay because i know he comes to the house and it's like i know they come to the house eventually and that, so maybe that's the scene i watch because i like kind of like after like maybe like an hour or so i like kind of started drifting off pay attention wise so oh you I had a like, britney moment yeah i was having a moment i mean it's like i was still watching it but i was like maybe had my phone out so <laughs> It's like, I don't actually know entirely, like, what's going on with you, Xavier, and this girl. Um, very, very ridiculous. No, he he went Story and was wise. like, yeah, so I figured, like, maybe we could go to the movies, you know, get some milk duds, Mike and Mike. I thought it was going to be somewhere like her parents, too. Her parents. No. No, she don't have no life. Her mama was just like, hey, Naomi, get in here and change the TV for me. She was like, all right. Like, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, you know, don't come over out here. Old South Side boy or whatever. Nope. Nope. No character there. Did she have parents? I mean, we heard them, but did she have them? Yep. It was just a mama. Naomi, come in here and change this TV channel. <laughs> like Miss Bellum from Powerpuff Girls, or you just like, <laughs> you don't see him all. You just see like the lower half of her. Like, like <laughs> that's so ridiculous. They could have, I don't know, they could have maybe swapped out some stuff for a little bit more. Because like, not to compare too early, but I feel like in ATL, we got a little bit of everybody's life. Yeah, you see almost everybody's. How everybody? Except for um, the, the twins. I don't really. I haven't no. watched. Well, we got a little bit of the twins because they were scammers, and their mother is that one actress that I can't ever remember her name, but you know the one, the real loud one. Oh, ain't the, the twins' mama a twin, right? The twins' mom is not a twin, but she just, you know, she out there also having a hot girl summer. She's not gonna let the fact that she's a mother stop her from from going out and doing a lot <laughs> mm. <laughs> and doing the most. I'm thinking of um, Jason Weaver. That was the only one I think you don't really learn that much about other than that he makes grills and stuff like that. But um, the rest of them, I mean, you know about Esquire, you learn about Nunu, uh, even Brooklyn. He gets a job at Crystal's. <laughs> mm. Like you find out about all these other people in, in little uh in little uh Diana Ross's son. <laughs> oh T my brother T Like that's what he's like. I'm sorry, that's what Evan and I sound like. Where is Evan from? Connecticut? They she had her kids in Connecticut. Connecticut? Yeah, I mean, Miss Diana, you was in Connecticut? I thought, well, you know, we'll get down. When we get to the movie, we can talk about if he did a good job. Because he's kind of the more message of the, um, 
author of the movie. I have to tell you his Wikipedia. Somebody wrote this in, and I want you, <laughs> I guess, to absolve him of any questions. It says, Evan is 5'9", as evidenced by photos of him standing next to his wife, who is 5'7". This is in his intro paragraph of his Wikipedia. And that, that is a lie. Okay. <laughs> they were like, please look at the evidence. We, we're going to, he wrote that. Did they get one of them? Did they get Bronx? Did they get a stepson Bronx? I don't, even, I don't even know, girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, they've been married a really long time. Almost 10 years. Like, Bronx, please do this for your stepdad. Way <laughs> longer than um her and Miss Thang. She said, I'm tired of you. It's really there. Yeah, no, that's really there. It's evidence by photos. God bless. Everybody's a little bit short. That's okay. Everybody in these movies just a little bit tiny. Rick it's Gonzalez really right is not there. them as tall as in Bow Wow. <laughs> Everybody's just a little bitty bitty, itty bitty, except for Shy McBride, who's an actual grown man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I guess we could get to the the part with the, the skate the skate off. So they have, they get to Sweetwater. You know what they show up with? Brand new t-shirts, brand new jackets. They yeah. ready to floss on everybody. They're named the Garden Boys now. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to skate to Sheik. Freak. Oh, yeah. Sheik. Yeah, Sheik La Freak, which is a great song. Great piece mm-hmm. of disco history. Shout out to Nell Rogers, like the architect of a lot of this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and we see a lot of different groups. I don't even, I can't remember all the groups that, are they all guys? I feel like they're all guys. Except for one, and that's a figure skating, skating group. We didn't mention the figure skaters. So like at one point, X is at the rink and he sees, like he's watching figure skaters and like Bernard is like that dude must really like the ground because he keeps doing this like, I mean, it's basically like figure skating on skates. But he's doing like a Lutz or something. Like he's doing some mm-hmm. complicated jump, but he keeps eating shit. So um, I guess at some point they are in the competition. Is this the one with the really tall person in the group with the short hair? I didn't like that joke about that person. I thought that, that was very inappropriate. Uh, it's just uh, the same person. I forget. I can't remember. I just know they were looking when they first got to the rink and they were like, is that a guy or a girl? And I was like, no. no. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of, a lot of jokes. Got if you made it this far, like, yeah, it's a lot of homophobic jokes in here. Homophobia. Uh, transphobic jokes. Um, Asian jokes. Because mm-hmm. why the low-hanging fruit of kung fu? Yeah. Black people are always so amused by that. <laughs> I feel like it was a little bit of the mix of it being made in 2005 paired with, oh, yeah, this is a film for the 70s. But it's, it but doesn't, it's not 70s comedy because it would be a lot worse. It would be um, worse, but also just like. It's, also, it's it's just 2005 comedy. Do better if people are telling you to treat them like people and have been since the 60s. Maybe treat them like fucking people. Don't. Just, like, oh. just a cute little idea. I don't know. Probably earlier than that, honestly. But like. Fuck, you just hate them like people. So, yeah, just a heads up. Like, yeah. It's I mentioned it because, you know, people are still trying comedy. to make jokes like this. And it's just like, bruh, evolve, please. Is evolution just not it? Is this why comedy is dead? Because if that's it, 
I was nailed the final coffin in that bitch. <laughs> this is going to be it. But yeah, some of these jokes are terrible. But I'm thinking, I couldn't remember all the groups. I just remember the really tall person. And I was like, oh, their outfits are cute. Like in the back. But it's a lot of different groups. I didn't see, that's weird. In ATL, there's some girls that do the group skating, which are adorable. But like, this one, I didn't feel like there was a lot of girls. And Journey is like, <laughs> Tori, God bless her. Her only thing is that she shows up, she has her fucking Sandra D moment. Yeah, she was like, tell me about it. Stud. Stud. <laughs> and she got her little braces off, which I'm pretty sure Journey has not had braces, bro, if she ever had braces. I think those are mm. fake. I'm almost positive. Those are like, can you imagine you're an actress and like, here, we got to put these fake things on you for like two months. Yeah, you are almost, you're 25 years old with putting these fake braces <laughs> on you. Here you go. He's so, he's so annoyed. And, and they were all like, that... I find it funny how everybody thought she was beautiful all of a sudden just because she didn't have no metal in her mouth. Mm. I look, look at her. She's tall. She's slim. Beautiful hair. Big smile. She can't skate worth a damn, but that's okay. <laughs> you got on your like pink and white jumpsuit. Yeah. I was like, look at her. She's adorable. And everybody's like, okay, like we see, we see Tori now. We yeah, see her. She is now an option for. She's not an option for any of them. No, now she's, she's an, an actual option. object. She's not just like an inanimate object now. <laughs> the annoying thing that keeps following us around the neighborhood. Now she's actually like kissable. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, okay, like this is on the table for our group. Yeah, no, which like, is not. No. No, and like fucking naps. Ask him, ask her to marry him. He's like, what are you? He's like seventeen. Like chill out. <laughs> so, um, also Wayne Brady is the host. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Random. Red. I forgot who the DJ is here. Is it still? Is it still DMC? Um, I think it. I don't know if it's a DJ. I think it's just all Wayne Brady. Well, Wayne Brady's like the guy who's like the MC, but then like there's a guy who's doing. I thought there was a different guy doing the music. Mm. I can't remember. Um, so yeah, I was a girl. The outfit he had on. <laughs> it was like a dashiki. Yes, but oh, the girl he was caught up with though, she was cute. Yeah, her little like jumpsuit with the Russian inside. Hey, came up there. Very, very pretty. Um, yeah, I was very like thrown off by Wayne Brady just showing up out of nowhere. Um, so yeah, the Sweetwater Rollers, they end up stealing their song. They end up mm-hmm. doing, I don't know how they figured it out. I mean, it's a popular song, but uh, it almost sounds like they stole it. Yeah. On some Bring It On type shit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, they start doing the thing. They're, there's breakdancing involved. Very intense. For nineteen seventy, they didn't come to fuck around. Yeah, but nobody's seen some shit like that yet. <laughs> very, very. Um, I mean, it's a good ass fucking <laughs> routine, <laughs> and they're like worried, but then they decide to do their uh, song to Hollywood Swinging by Cool and the Gang, mm-hmm. and um, they end up tying with the group, which I think has never happened before. And then they get first of all, what was Sweetness's? internal anti-blackness come on with no ghetto if you're not gonna have no ghetto some some win the competition i was just like it's just only because you live on the north side i'm assuming <laughs> it's just like, 
Mm-hmm. You think Paul mm-hmm. Wesley really likes you? <laughs> mm. What are you mm-hmm. saying? What are you saying? I was very confused mm-hmm. by all that. I was like, we're not going to interrogate this any further. Ness. <laughs> and sweetness ends up winning because exes is like, I mean, they have a multi-part skate off, which I was first, I was like, is that, they're still going. But um, I guess it was like to to the death, I guess, and X ends up falling. It was a no fall. So like, yeah, the first person to fall, like, is a wrap. Yeah. I was like, they're on like round three. It's <laughs> like, oh, they're still going. And um, yeah, he f- tries to do some really cool, like, figure skating jump, basically, ends up doing a barrel roll <laughs> across the floor doesn't make it but then this is also it, this is going in hand with the earlier comment of sweetness like why are you gonna give him the black power fist after calling him ghetto trash he was like <laughs> yeah i respect you now i respect you in this very white space <laughs> after you calling have proven you yourself worthy of skating next to these white boys alongside me mm-hmm like, there is now room for two black people in the room. Oh, just two. Plus Bernard. Mm, Bernard doesn't doesn't count. Why was Nick Cannon so popular? We have to investigate that. I don't want to investigate that. <laughs> no, like, we I, have hate, to. I hate I hate no, Nick we Cannon. Have to, he was not funny. He's not funny. He's just really goofy and kind of lanky. Because I felt okay. This is my Nick Cannon theory when I was younger. <laughs> so there were there were two funny people. On Nickelodeon. Yeah, what changed? There was Keenan and there was Kale. And they tried to introduce a Kel, Nick Cannon. A Kale type. Because I feel like he uh-huh. was more in Kale's area. Too. He was goofy like Kale and had like more, it, it was a little bit more contained a little bit like Keenan. Like he had like the comedy timing of Keenan. So he was he like had the best. Too. Yeah. He did. His album was produced by R. Kelly. Uh, who, um, who, at this point, who wasn't? <laughs> yeah. Like, who was it? My God. I went and saw Drumline and Love Don't Cause a Thing in the theater. Mm-hmm. And Underclassman is all, also in his filmography. I didn't see that one. But I watched Drumline with my mother. <laughs> I have that DVD. I think it's at her house. With J.C. Chazé on the soundtrack. Yeah, everybody loves J.C. I love that. Everybody loves J.C. and let his album go one ply. Yeah, I didn't like schizophrenic. Justin, y'all didn't like schizophrenic. (laughs) That's a good album. Y'all let him go on America's uh, Best Dance Crew and bully them kids. (laughs) Mm. Everybody loves J.C. so much. He's so talented. Left him out for dead. <laughs> Y'all left that man for dead. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we'll come back to Nick Cannon one day, maybe, because if we ever mm. do Drumline, I don't know. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. It's a really good movie. I love it. I don't know if I love it now, but he had an album called White People Party Music. No. No, please stop introducing these things into my life that I didn't want to know about. He was in Chirac, as Chirac. 
Yeah, that's when I turned it off. He popped up and I turned it off. Because I was going to watch it. That's chaotic as hell, man. And then he showed up and I literally turned it off. Yeah, I, was, I forgot that. I was going to watch it. I love you, Tiana Paris. You are so gorgeous. But no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wow, he is number one listed. <laughs> right above Wesley Snipes. So, yeah, they um they were they, – so, okay, the Garden Boys earned the respect of sweetness and I guess the begrudging respect of the rest of the rollers. And then there's peace in the jungle, I guess. Like, everybody's happy. I miss the kisses. Brittany, fill in the kisses. So, X – Naomi kisses X, I think. And – Sure. Um, Shine McBride is like, who is this little girl kissing my son? Somebody come get your daughter. <laughs> and um, I love him. Kalita Smith is like, they teenagers, just let them have some fun. And then she look up, and Brandon T. Jackson is kissing um Tori, mm-hmm. and she's like, uh, uh-uh, what is this? <laughs> and he's like, I thought they were teenagers, just let them have some fun, right? And then that's what's happening. Yeah, but like. Junior is wild. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Junior. Get a, get a stick and keep them far away yeah, from each other. <laughs> like, that seemed like a tumultuous relationship. Yeah, that's not that's not lasting through the school year. I'm telling you that right no. now. But, um, yeah, the ending is just like a lot of, I forgot what they're skating to. But you just see them skating around and stuff is chill. And, and that's the end. Mm-hmm. They're having a good time. Um, I don't know if Mixed Mike or Boo or Naps had anything else to do in the end of this. No. <laughs> Can't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a cute movie. And I don't know. I can see why I probably passed it up when I was a child. And I probably wouldn't want to rewatch it as an adult. Like I can't see myself being like, "Yeah, let me go watch rewatch Roll Bounce on a nice warm Saturday afternoon." But I mean, it's fine for what it is. Like I said in the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have any? Do you have any suggestions? Do you have so, any? Do you have an opinion? I mean, you said that you watched this as a you know as a babysitting movie, but would you watch this yes. again as a as a woman in her mid forties? As a woman in her mid to late forties, um, <laughs> I mean, this is—I guess—I would recommend it because it is just a cute movie to watch if you don't want to think too much. If you want a True. banging soundtrack, True. if you want to look at beautiful black people, this is a beautiful black people movie. Um, and not even all beautiful black people got beautiful people of color in it as well. You got Rick Gonzalez in there as well. Um, various people had crushes on it at various states of my life growing up through the ages, which is why I wanted to watch it when I was younger. And it's like, oh yeah, I had who a crush was on it? When I was who little. was it? Who was I it? I mean, I had a crush on like Wesley Jonathan. I had no. a crush on Brandon T. Jackson and a <laughs> Brandon T. Jackson isn't that bad looking. He's really cute. 
Also, I never had a crush on Bow Wow. I was not a Bow Wow girl. I wasn't um, a Bow Wow, like, crusher. I didn't do that. But I just liked him. Like, I didn't frown when I saw him. Like, I frown now. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, no, what is he going to say? I need to Google Bow Wow verses because I swear to God they've had one. I hope that never happens. It's but, like, it's happen. it They're is. Out of people. Yeah. It, it's a cute movie to watch. It's, like, they did. presenting you with something they, they to did. watch on a Saturday. Like, shit, it's on Stars. It's a Stars movie. Like Black Stars. Black Stars. They, um, they did have a versus. It was Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow. It was last year. It was uh, June 6, 2021, apparently. Damn. Somebody got it on YouTube. So shout out to whoever screen capped this or uh, screen recorded this entire fucking hour and a half thing. Damn. Where was I? Oh, I was probably going through it. That's why I missed it. Um, I was... Um, well, after I moved, I realized that time zones are not my friend, and I'm not staying up for this shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am not staying up till midnight. <laughs> well, actually, it's midnight for y'all, but it's like 9 o'clock for mm-hmm. me, I guess. But even then, I'm like, no. I always forget. So even then, it doesn't. I guess it doesn't really work. It works in my favor now, but I'm still not doing it. And I also don't really care that long. To watch an hour and a half of this shit? No, the last one I'm I watched not. was Brandy versus Monica, and that's because that, that was, was a good one. That's that a was... genuine like had an impact on me as a child. <laughs> Those are two women who have had lasting impact on my life as a, as a music listening child. But like, no, girl, <laughs> I'm not listening to the rest of this shit. I agree though; it is a nice like if you've never seen this before, it's like a, you know you want to turn your brain off thing. Mm-hmm. You know, just like vibe and make you want to put on skates and skate like just. Ding. Bounce. Apparently, I will be skating this weekend at the request of someone I know. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes because it's been a minute. So, (laughs) do you have any um, do you have any suggestions for people like yeah, comparison? I do companion movies. Um, something that is a little different from this, but it is about teens coming of age in Chicago in the seventies. Okay, nervous already, but Um, smiling. And it's a, it would be contemporary for the seventies, and that's Cooley High. Oh, that's the one I guess Bow Wow watched. He said he watched uh-huh. Cooley High. I've never so watched, seen Cooley High actually. It is a movie from the seventies. It stars like Glenn Thurman. If you're a woman of a certain age, like I am, you probably know Glenn Thurman from um, a different world. <laughs> like I do. Yeah, what was his character? It was he was the, uh, the colonel. Yeah, colonel. I always call him the general. I was like, what is this military guy doing? But he, um, was, he was Jaleesa, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like that would kind of give you an idea of some of the things that were possibly going on in the 70s um, at that particular time. Of course, it is a drama, so it's dramatic. Um, yeah, who dies? I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's some drama going on. And yeah. it also has a little bit of a link to this film. Not only did they mention Cooley High in there, but they also mentioned that um, they were like, oh, we got to be home. I got to be home by four because what's happening comes on at four. Yeah. Um. So what's happening was supposed to be like, a, like it's based on Cooley High. Um. So, yeah, that would be my pick. And that is Cooley High. And if you know about Boys to Men, you get Cooley High harmonies. Yeah. So, like, yeah. 
Yeah, I um, have never seen this movie. I think it was on YouTube for a while, like for free with ads, but never watched. I feel like I was going to watch it when we watched um, Help Me Out with Dear White People and the other one that I can't remember, The Life of Me, the Spike Lee movie. Uh, school days? Yeah, thank you. I was watch that, but I never did. I maybe I will. Probably not today, but sometime, sometime soon. Um, yeah, there's apparently a lot of uh, Motown hits, mm-hmm. and this movie came out in 1975. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's a good one. I don't really have one that I can suggest, only because. I mean, I mentioned them pretty much, and the one we're going to watch next is probably the closest, which is ATL. I mean, closest in, like, drama, because it's almost, it's very similar in terms of, like, family dynamics and things like that, where you have T.I.'s character, which is, what is T.I.'s character's name? I was about to say Clifford, but that ain't right. That's, That's not his that name. I just remember Aunt. <laughs> I just remember Aunt. What is his name? Rashad. Sorry. <laughs> I had to remember when Noonie was like, Rashad. <laughs> Get me back my necklace. <laughs> Whatever she said, I forgot. Um, yeah, so they're living with their uncle. And their parents died in a car accident. And so he's basically, like, their uncle's kind of raising them, but, like, it's really Rashad's raising, trying to raise himself and his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, like, in his, like, last semester of high school and stuff like that. So, um, and he's got a group of friends that all are at the skating rink, and the skating rink is kind of, like, the club to them. At many points of this, there's a lot of drama that happens, including... Um, scamming theft, <laughs> boosting clothes, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Um, and it kind of takes place, I think, over the summer, right? No, I no, think, no, I think part of it takes place in the school year. I think so. Yeah, there's some scenes in the school. But it has kind of a similar similar beat. I feel like it's a little bit less lighthearted in parts, but I like it. Yeah, it's, yeah, and I feel definitely like, less lighthearted. Yeah, but I think it's a little bit more comedic in a lot more places. Um, even in the parts that were like, "Damn, this is a little bit, a little bit much with like Big Boy, <laughs> little <Yeah>. Big Brother." <laughs> when he hits that little Big Brother, I'm probably gonna scream laugh because I love Big Boy, and he was actually generally, genuinely terrifying in this movie. Um. Was worried for a little Evan Ross. <laughs> for a little bit. Was very worried for him. Um, but I'm excited to watch that one for sure. Um, I don't know why. I didn't even see this movie in theaters. I don't know how old I was when I saw this. But it's a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this in a year, so it will probably since around the time that it came out. So it'll be interesting so decades, revisiting it. Literal decades. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, this movie gets played on VH1 a lot. Um, and so I would probably most of the time have seen it on VH1. Mm. So who directed this? Oh, Chris Robinson, the music video director. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. This is probably one of the few 
using video directors that have actually made a good movie all the way through. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only one I think of when I think of music di- video directors who have directed a music meh, movie is Hype. You think Belly? And that film is not good. What's, oh, I was about to say Belly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Belly's only good for those first, like, five, ten minutes. Everything after that club scene or whatever, it's kind of garbage. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about it. No. But that's really what need to go to Africa. Africa's fine. (laughs) I was like, oh, this is the plot of the film? I was like, oh. Yeah, you would never think that from the beginning. It's actually (laughs) really, really fucking ridiculous. Um, Yeah, I don't like it that much. I didn't know Chris Robinson. Chris Robinson directed two movies. He directed ATL on a movie called Beats, starring... Anthony Anderson and Uzo Duba and Dave East. <laughs> hmm. Um, and some other people. Um, this movie came out in 2019. Why do I feel like I remember this? This is on Netflix. I feel like we talked about like not an episode of this, but I feel like we talked about this at one point. I remember hmm. part of this. It was very, very hectic. <laughs> <laughs> from what I remember. Hmm. It was not good, but I remember this. It's probably on Netflix still, if anybody's interested. But yeah, I can't wait to talk about ATL. It's going to be a fun one. Um, I don't think we have any letters or anything, any emails. So if you'd like to email us at any point in time, um, you can do that at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at blkgirlfilmclub. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Film Club. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and a host of other places. Like, share, give us a review. It helps. Um, what else? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just thank you guys for listening. I was like, you got it covered. Like, you said, like, listen and please rate and review if you can like you already got that cover so that's what i was gonna add (laughs) okay okay then we're good um if there's nothing else then i guess we are good to go yeah okay bye guys bye